0: okay yeah that was pretty good we're getting better at getting
1: this. better. yeah <laughs> i'm telling you
2: post quarantine i'm never i don't want to be near you motherfuckers
1: <laughs> oh. this is it this is the new this norm is
2: perfect this is perfect we can't yeah. we don't bleed onto each other's mics you don't have you know? to go anywhere nope yeah andy doesn't have to worry about throwing his back out going to get me ice <laughs> you know like we're fucking we're
0: totally good yeah our sound setup's never been better That's honestly
2: true. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, but i
0: mean there's the fact that i do like human connection once in a while so it is i'm 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 thinking i can do it like biannually after this i'll be (laughs) like
2: i'll i got my wiggles out that'll that'll be good yeah yeah
0: oh well i mean on that note we might as well introduce the podcast because we're back with another episode of never seen any of this my name's andy i'm sammy i'm tj and i'm raymond and look at us, professional motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> First <Look at> try. <laughs> we are now, what are we, we're week four, we're we a month in, yeah. Yeah. everyone a month into this quarantine? I think yeah. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. How, uh, how you fuckers holding up? Yeah, I'm technically day 31,
3: I think, I've been Oof. keeping track. Oof. Day 31. Yeesh. I'm,
1: uh, I'm doing alright. I got yeah. a, I got a job still. It's, uh, it's yep. getting weird not being able to go places or... You know, every time I go to the grocery store, it's like there's sheriffs outside Walmart, being like store closes in ten minutes. We like mm-hmm. go in and run. Mm. So the, the quickest I've ever done grocery shopping. It's nice. <laughs> it's
2: great. Um, after my last conversation with Andy, where he had um, mentioned um, starting Skyrim, mm-hmm. uh, I had just recently gotten a TV, and I dug out the old, the old 360. Nice. And uh, and you have the privilege of speaking with the uh, the archmage of uh, Winterhold College, uh, oh. amongst amongst I a host know. of other lofty titles that I won't bother to go into right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. yes, you know, asp- aspiring uh, emperor assassin uh, Aurelius Rex at your service. Just kidding, oh. at my own service because <laughs> I'm gonna rule Tamriel. I've been okay. playing like 10 to 15 hours a day and it's not good.
1: <laughs> That's dedication. <laughs>
2: I'm level thirty-one and I've been playing for three days. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> that's shit. That that's something.
0: I feel like when I go to work, I feel like a Skyrim NPC. Uh huh. Because <laughs> like somebody will walk into my audio booth at four o'clock in the fucking morning to tell me something, I'll just go. Need something. <laughs> what you selling? What you, you buying? Got, <laughs> you got three pre-prescribed responses <laughs> that you can get out of people. <laughs>
2: got a lot mm. of steel to shape <laughs> they try to
0: pickpocket me and i just go hmm? <laughs> <laughs> i was uh
1: i was upset last week that you guys were all playing video games and i was playing pokemon go so yep. i made the decision to start playing magic the gathering arena because it's free online hey, yeah oh. is that just it's from like, your like a, on the computer yeah, okay. it's, it's like a freemium model where they used to have a game that you had to pay for all the cards and stuff online, and now it's right. like a new overhauled new game where uh, you just like, you can complete daily challenges and stuff and earn in-game money to buy cards and stuff like that, but you can also spend like 50 bucks and buy decks or buy your own boosters or whatever. So I get the mental exercise because I used to play Magic like 10 it's years fun. ago. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I got back into it for like six months when TJ decided to pick it up like five years ago. Yep. <laughs> so it's like I know it's something for me to do other than look at my phone or uh, the internet, and it's free. Well, yeah, for me, no, for now, until I have a problem. So yeah, that's been
2: that's been part of uh, kind of my initiative to get my mini painting done. Mm-hmm. Is that I have a ton of Warhammer stuff. That uh, I now have primed. Now that I've had time and motivation and everything, but mm-hmm. um, there's a tabletop simulator that lets you uh, import it. So basically, it's a table with pieces that have descriptors on it. You can play uh-huh. chess that way, or you can you know add terrain and do whatever, and you mm-hmm. can play the, like these tabletop war games that same way. So I'm kind of hoping that I can find some poor fucking idiot. To that that'll that'll endure the the sisyphean task of both of us learning how to play warhammer on a computer having never played it before (laughs) um so that i have some grasp on how everything operates when this is over and i can actually play with my physical minis with other people so we'll see how that pans out but nice. uh, it was also my
0: pick this week. Yes. It was TJ's pick, and it was, so you it was, picked the most TJ movie imaginable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yes, absolutely. this is TJ's yeah.
3: second pick, and the first one was The Lighthouse, which was
0: very yep. TJ, and then this one, yep. which was also very TJ.
2: <laughs> I'm building my brand. Yes. Um, and, TJ,
0: what uh, did you pick, and, uh, and why did you pick it?
2: Uh, I picked uh, The Death of Stalin. Um, And uh, I ended up um, seeing that it was available on Netflix, and I had wanted to watch it for a long time. Um, And uh, there's actually a YouTube channel, um, shocker, uh, that I uh, dig uh, uh, called History Buffs, and it's all um, uh, analysis of historically-based films. So they do like Braveheart and Gladiator and 300 and a bunch of these other things. Um, but they did uh, this film, and and they really enjoyed it. And there were actually a lot of um, s- elements of the film that are true, but mm-hmm. they've been truncated or like the timelines have been can you know contracted to right. like, mm-hmm. like a, majority, a few days. Majority of my yeah.
3: questions were going to be like the historical <laughs> the accuracy, of, yeah, to ask you about.
2: As far as, like, the clusterfuck surrounding that, completely true. Yeah, and, and actually, specifically, the instance of um, him calling uh, Radio Moscow and saying that he wanted a recording of that performance and they didn't record it, so they had to, like, bring in people from the street and redo the performance. That's and right. <laughs> uh, their first guy, I think, had, like, a nervous breakdown and couldn't conduct. Then they went to go get a second guy and he was too drunk. And then they went and got a third guy who was, in fact, still in his pajamas to come in and, and compose uh, or, uh, and to conduct. And, and they got him a recording of the second time where, yeah, they had brought in a bunch of randos from the fucking street eating pickled eggs. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> so that the acoustics in the room would be the same and there would be a room full of people clapping at the end. And he got it and was none the wiser. Uh, was, yeah, so there, there were, yeah, definitely like pearls of truth. Uh, through the whole thing um yeah. it, but like the like the farcical way that it's portrayed just fucking tickled me so much mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz you know uh, like uh, not a lot of humor uh, really like gets me like too bad uh, mm-hmm. you know but like this is like really really pretty black humor <laughs> through the whole thing yes, very and dark, and yeah <laughs> yeah so if you can make someone getting shot in the face funny I'm like okay yeah this is yeah this is my brand <laughs> this is this yeah. is good but I'm curious uh, it, uh, as to what you guys thought.
0: Well, uh, I was okay. gonna say uh, I I enjoy the black comedy aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I felt like for me personally, at, at towards the end there, I was like, "Man, this is this is real dark." And it mm-hmm. points to me. It it felt a lot. It reminded me a lot of Doctor Strange Love. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, that sort of farcical comedy, but. I was waiting for the the more comedy aspect of something like Doctor Strange Love to come up. where is this movie, I, I really enjoyed it. It just felt like very conflicting tones that do kind of strangely work together.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I think yeah. the, especially the ending part was the darkest. I think that was where it was, there was, there was. There was enough levity throughout that they would like go back and forth with it but then that ending part with uh barrier was there was a lot it was a lot darker for a lot longer and then i was like waiting uh-huh. for the levity and it wasn't really there on that last part so
0: <laughs> and i think that at the very very last shot like with the the you know um animal house what happened to all these people <laughs> sort of sort of <laughs> yeah. ending and then kind of like oh well he was removed by just another guy that we don't even see till this last shot yeah you mm-hmm. know yep uh, that's that, nature of the beast yeah uh-huh i think my main my biggest hang up is i think if i saw this movie three years ago i would enjoy it more because it wouldn't remind me so much of current world that fucking events <laughs> yes yes <laughs> because so much of no this fault I was in it, the movie but yeah no yeah no it's not the fault of the movie and in fact i think that's the strength of the movie to point out like look how much of a clusterfuck it really is mm-hmm. and uh knowing that that's that's pretty um pretty accurate to what our administration <laughs> is doing like, oh yeah
2: you can, like, especially in, like, the uh, the characters of um, Vasily and Svetlana, um, mm-hmm. Stalin's kids, mm-hmm. where you can mm-hmm. see, like, how nepotism has completely, like, shaped their lives. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, Vasily is one of the funniest fucking, like, m- <laughs> like train wrecks of a character I've ever two minute seen. Just that two-minute scene the...
3: of him, like, <laughs> struggling to get the gun, and it just <laughs> keeps <so> going. <laughs> oh, that was, that was great. <laughs> and the...
0: Everybody, and everybody just watching it yeah. <laughs> Everybody just keeps bringing up the plane crash. He's like, "What fucking plane crash?" <laughs> well, and that's the only way to get him to calm down is
2: when Brill is like, "I know about the fucking plane crash." <laughs> there's yeah. so many moments of that where Barry just like
3: straight up tells them, "Like I know, <laughs> like I know everything." Well, and I know what's going on. I have your
2: best advice. There's a really interesting element of, like, realpolitik in that, too, where, like, if you look at the reforms that Berea was proposing and the fact that he was going to be able to institute them, like, nearly immediately, like, how effective he was,
0: Mm -hmm. like,
2: it showed how dangerous he already was. And then also the fact that, like, he probably would have been an incredibly effective leader of the Soviet Union. Mm you know like it wouldn't have been this big death machine uh, like that it had been because he was already obviously open to like reshaping his image into being this nice guy or whatever Mm -hmm. the the liberator you know and eventually uh, Khrushchev actually was the one that um, it was called uh, he gave a speech called what was called the secret speech um, which basically revealed the extent of how many people were killed Mm -hmm. during the Stalin regime and a lot even people in the Soviet Union really weren't Super cognizant of how many fucking people died, and this is everything from the you know because he was ostensibly you know like they mentioned like a social scientist or whatever he was talking about that you know, but he was also like a Georgian highwayman that like hooked and clawed his way up to the top of running the biggest nation on the fucking planet, Mm -hmm. and and but you know looking at the impacts of things like collectivized farming. Like, in the Ukraine alone, I think almost 10 million people died. And, you know, it's, you know, so just revealing that. So he got to be the guy to do that instead of Berea. Mm -hmm. And they're arguably, like... Both, like, Nikita Khrushchev was also a pretty fucking terrible person. Like, he signed off the death warrant for 46 people. Like, you know, that's that's a bad... We hold Hitler accountable for all the, the death of that. So if you're signing off on it, like Charlie Manson did, you know, like, you're held accountable right. for that shit. So, yeah, Nikita Khrushchev is not... No, there's not... Again, it's a it's not a problem, but it's, it's sort of a ship of fools thing where nobody in this movie is a fucking good person. No, <laughs> no. You're just trying to root for the least bad guy. It's kind of like Walter White sometimes.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, have any of you guys seen Chernobyl? Yes, no because yes. Because a lot of a lot of elements of this uh, felt similar to Chernobyl to me, <laughs> just in like the representation of the 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 everybody. There's no way that what I want to happen didn't happen RPMK you know, like,
2: reactors don't explode
0: exactly even yep. though there's an exploded one right in front of you they're just gonna go well that's not possible so <laughs> tell me what really <laughs> happened <laughs> and that sort of the like dangerous lies that they tell mm-hmm. and the inability to like see that sometimes things don't go your way can like lead to a Chernobyl sized disaster <laughs> You know. <laughs>
2: really, that's what I kind of ended up sinking the Soviet ship is you take enough instances of trying to shove a triangle block through a square hole yeah. and making that <laughs> happen, and eventually there's going to be some structural damage.
0: <laughs> I mean, just like the fact that they all showed up and like Stalin's dead body is in front of them, and they're like, hmm... Well, we better get a doctor. Yeah, we gotta call a doctor in here. Too bad there's no doctor? doctors.
2: because, <laughs> And that was part of the purge, was that like he was convinced that there was a conspiracy of Jewish doctors that uh-huh. was trying to assassinate him. And so he <laughs> rounded up a bunch of doctors and had them sent to Siberia or shot. And I just, so then he didn't have a good doctor within 150 square miles. Just watching yeah.
3: their, like... Acting it up, like through the whole thing it's of so like, funny. oh fucking Yeah, Molotov. Yeah. When he tells him the bathroom, he like fake cries. Like everyone's like fake crying or like <laughs> trying to do what they need to act in front of everyone during that time. <laughs>
0: it was great. I, like,
2: and the most transparent is fucking uh, Field Marshal Zhukov, who is yeah. the who is the. Oh, just
0: MVP—the
2: the alpha and omega of this fucking movie for yeah. me. So good. <laughs> yeah, his, his, his so like
3: good. his name card was the best when he's throwing
2: <laughs> off his coat. <laughs> just, yeah, like flexing <laughs> his jacket real quick. Oh fuck! What's oh. a water hero got to do to get a little bit of lubrication around here?
0: <laughs> Another thing that I really appreciated about this movie, and I know it bothers some people, but I actually really appreciate when. Um, Nobody was trying to do a bad Russian accent in no. this movie. They didn't oh, yeah. really care. So, like, mm-hmm. the, you got your, your... Michael Palin sounds like Michael Palin still, you yeah. know? They're, they're just doing their thing, and you know that they're Russian. Like, you just mm-hmm. know in... in the... Yes, oh yeah. <laughs> because I yeah. Would, it would be much more distracting mm-hmm. to hear them all, like, try to do... Like, can you imagine Steve Buscemi trying to do a... Russian accent. <laughs> right.
1: Next to Jeffrey Tambor trying to do a, do a Russian, Russian accent. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So well, instead and, of like limiting they're... them like
0: that, you let them be their full like comedy potential. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Then uh, then yeah. those things can land better when they're not trying mm-hmm. to add uh, you know, a hat on a hat.
2: <laughs> well, and that works in drama too. You know, yeah. uh, Rafe Fines directed um, an adaptation of Coriolanus mm. um, that was really good. And so that had like It was fucking just loaded. It was like Mm -hmm. him, like Brian Cox, Gerard Butler, uh, Jessica Chastain, uh, fucking uh, James Nesbitt. You know, like just all this huge, huge tapestry of people that are fucking awesome. And they're like British, African, American, and everybody's just doing their natural accents, the Mm -hmm. whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And something that kind of primed me for this, and it wasn't comedy, was actually a stage production of Macbeth. With Patrick Stewart, oh, yeah. oh shit. that was set in Soviet Russia, and mm. that transposition works really fucking well with the <laughs> themes of Macbeth. And I so bet. I was kind of I was primed for like Russian themes, British accents before that. Yeah, and then also just like how effective that can be when you just let people go like, okay, yeah, they're you know you're setting it in Soviet Russia, but you're letting Steve Buscemi be Steve Buscemi. Right you yeah. know and it's kind of like how sean connery is always sean connery through like uh, you no know what? what he in in highlander
0: he's supposed to play like a spaniard yes i think <laughs> <Sure>. i mean okay <laughs> they, <laughs> they were willing to change the canon of james bond for sean connery he, exactly like, i'm not gonna just, do an accident yeah,
2: just it. To let him steamroll on through it
3: what I what i enjoyed was that i mean there was a lot of famous people in here but mm-hmm. like the step further was that like Tambor looked like the guy that he was playing, and mm-hmm. so did yeah. Buscemi. So that was cool that like they got famous people, but then also got them to look a lot like the people that they were playing. So I thought that was really cool.
2: It was Steve Buscemi say- was like sixty pounds heavier than uh-huh. he would have well, he had a good cruise ship. Right, but yeah. he's a pretty wiry guy. Yeah. He yeah. still
0: was like larger than Steve Buscemi normally is. Uh-huh. Like he definitely yeah, looks right. like he. They put him in a bunch some of clothes. I, I think <laughs> a lot. Yeah, a lot of that was
2: wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, the clothes and, yeah. and the wardrobe in this, like Chernobyl, was also really really evocative of like yeah. 70s like soviet spy looking guys from mm-hmm. james Bond. Mm-hmm, so yeah it was great do you know who directed this movie uh it's some italian fella it's um, armando
0: iannucci who did Veep mm-hmm. and in the loop oh uh, that's he does oh, If oh, he did that yes. totally makes sense i, I love, was like, I was in like the this loop. kind of reminds me of Veep. i yes. totally oh my God. once i saw that i was like oh yes this is exactly Fuck. what this is have, he have does political seen seen comedy very very well i've seen parts
2: oh my fuck I oh boy I might need to find a way for all of us to watch that because yeah. I, I fucking adore In the Loop C- Peter Capaldi in that movie mm-hmm. like just like wrecks people's souls in in, <laughs> in, so in like the thickest Scottish accent I've ever heard it's so so good
1: I
0: fuck. think does it I might be incorrect but I think he shows up as that character in Veep at some point uh peter capaldi yeah well
2: he uh, well because that character is also uh, in a british show show. yeah 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 yeah. but i think that's
0: i think he does show up in beep at some point point. that wouldn't
2: that wouldn't (laughs) surprise me and that would be really fucking funny yeah (laughs) But no, he's he's oh fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's, that's, great. Mm-hmm. that's great. He's he's really really
0: good. <laughs> yeah, I think the slapstick aspects of this movie are like really good. He's a really good at directing like political comedy mixed with with slapstick.
2: Yeah, you know. Well, and like the like I love the setups for like preying on people's flaws immediately. Like Jeffrey Tambor's character being like such a spineless fuck the whole time oh, or whatever. Like when the they're worst. trying to get him to like carry him or whatever. It's like, I can't, I have a bad back. It's like, you got to carry the head. It's not, you're the general secretary. He says, it be an honor. Just those turnarounds. In the
0: background great. there at one point, he's like, the head is the heaviest part. Yeah. <laughs> Or where, yeah, Buscemi's,
3: like, directing with his feet. Stop, stop pointing, pointing with his with feet! His feet. <laughs> Sorry. And all of the digs that they, like, because you know they know each other, so, like, the digs they're able to, like, because they oh go to the God. bathroom and they're like, oh, Barry, you're right home because you're
2: a little piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, like, it's it's funny when they do that to each other and then terrifying for the people that they wielded against in their general lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if it was, like, a normal, like, VP-type show or whatever, when someone's just like, oh, I'll fucking, I'll, you know, fl- skin you alive or whatever. They'll, they're will they like, oh, yeah, I'm going to lose my job. No, these people, like, when Barilla, <laughs> like, it. remembers his stutter or whatever, like, yeah. see you later. It's like, oh, fuck, I'm <laughs> going to die. <laughs> God, yeah. I'm going to die. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's it still works on the level of comedy but at the same time like it keeps reinforcing that underlying tone of like terror every single person yeah. in this movie could get their head blown off in and like three like, seconds it doesn't shy mm-hmm. I,
3: I like that it didn't like shy away from any of that stuff too people getting shot people getting pulled out it of their shows, homes they just like when it show shows it.
2: like the whole like dacha getting cleared out of all the stuff and like the the agent guy that loads the last person on the truck and the guy comes up right behind him and shoots that guy mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's just like over and <laughs> over again Ugh. the fact that it kind of beats you over the head with it like completely like inoculates you to it and then lets you find it funny after a certain mm-hmm. point right. yeah. you know and the fact that they're not like glorify you're not like you know, they could have had a close-up of, like, the, the piddle stain growing bigger mm-hmm. or, you know, like, people getting shot. in the face. You know, you do see, like, blood stain on the wall or whatever, but, like, mm-hmm. even, like, a guy like Barilla, like, who you're rooting for to get his fucking head blown off, they it's show so it real quick.
0: Yeah, it's very anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it very much, like, maybe it's because I just watched The Hobbit, but it was, like, <laughs> he got he got shot and then they are just like, well, that'll do it. Yep. <laughs> you know, they're just like, all right, see ya. <laughs>
2: I love when he th- just like throws the Zippo on him after he lights a cigarette. And like,
0: like, oh god! Well, he's, he's, he's even like
2: really oh, got to tie the bow on him being done. the coolest uh, fucking guy in this movie. <laughs> come look at what you did. Yeah. Like, just
1: come <laughs> check it out. <laughs> <Take a laughs> all right? Come it? on, have a look. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, so I, uh, fucking funny. I really like this movie, and it's there's there's something to be said for movies that are like based in historical context that are like like this where they are ostensibly like serious matters but they decide to make the film comedy where like it mm-hmm. almost makes you pay attention to it more because of that and i i mean i never would have watched a movie about like the, re- the death and replacement of stalin mm-hmm. without right. it being a black comedy which yeah. is the only thing i knew about it
0: kind of like jojo rabbit did that and i feel like there are a lot of people yeah that thought it was too lighthearted i mm. didn't feel that way i, still have I, I feel I like really it's a perfect yeah, i really enjoyed well, um, it i really it was and, in my top five yeah. for the year for
2: sure
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that's a reaction film like we've we've talked about it before like uh i think last episode about like the impact of like this quarantine and the pandemic and what how that's going to impact art um it seems that like a uh, a pretty ample reaction to the current kind of more right leaning Tendencies that I'm being very delicate about how I put this I suppose. Uh, is, uh, you know, this this wave of fascism that's currently gripping the globe uh, is, you know, the, the well, a lot of the cumulative result seems to be more like a chaplain like dictator approach, mm-hmm. which I find mm-hmm. really interesting because it takes a lot of tact and skill to, to do it. Well, make yeah. fun of this properly. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and. While it's it's showing like the bumbling incompetence and in your your their flaws are being played for laughs or whatever, it's like you know it's it, like Doctor Strange Love pointing to the fact that like real human insecurities are still in the war room mm-hmm. you know and the fact that that guy always leaves a fucking coffee pot on is is also a determinant of global policy and the and the fates of millions of people you know like yeah. so the fact that this like bumbling shit show of a bunch of fucking assholes like just like bouncing into each other mm-hmm. you know like
1: literally is, at the beginning they're like <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah. at some points yeah, yeah. belly bumping yeah. those sweet, belly bumps. <laughs> oh, and sweet belly bumps
0: and it never takes like the approach of it's. It's funny to laugh at this because it's trivial. Mm-hmm. Like it's no. funny to laugh at it because of how much of a clusterfuck it is. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and these people are idiots. Like you're laughing because they're stupid. <laughs> it would be yeah. a different thing if they were like making jokes and you were like, vo- like rooting for for these characters because they're mm-hmm. they're funny, ha ha jokes. You know, it's pointing out their flaws and what they're why what they're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in that way, I I I don't feel like that it's okay to laugh at this stuff because it's not taking the case of... It's okay to laugh at it because it's not that bad. You know, mm-hmm. this movie is still taking the stance of... It was terrifying. You know, there mm-hmm. are parts of this movie yes. that are and scary. It,
1: it starts immediately, where, like, mm-hmm. right as they're leaving the the first dinner party scene, Barry is like, oh, yeah, the other guy's on the list, he's about to <laughs> die, shame. And oh, it's oh, like, wait, like, the first ten minutes of the movie is just, like, them having a great time with that guy, so it really right from the get-go enforces that no one was safe mm-hmm. and they're still yeah. pretending like they're all good buddies and there was yeah, a the very
2: cavalier attitude that everybody has and there was some like yeah, totally. like, like oh sub-
0: man I'm gonna miss
3: him
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: like some sub things that ha- subplot things that happened that like could have been like whole movies themselves like the father the son points out the tells where the father is but the father then gets oh, pardoned comes and comes back, back home, <laughs> home and like that could be a whole movie itself but it's just like in the background like that happened like yeah mm-hmm Ugh. Yeah, or the yeah, guy like nutty. the guy after the, the, he was just in the line shooting everybody, and then he stops, and the guy next like just, just to walk free, but those people didn't. If they would have been a minute faster, those people would have uh-huh. lived. Like, uh so yep. unlucky.
2: <laughs> oh, God, yeah, it's uh, it's it yeah it's it's an interesting depiction of of power and mm-hmm. and the struggle for it and the people uh, like the. The degree of a person that would want that in the first place, right? You know, mm-hmm. and yeah, like how like completely trivial, completely flippant, totally irrelevant details. Are life and death things for everybody, and that's the reality. Mm-hmm. Like the guy who has to go and try that and find that fucking kid. Oh, and then yeah. It comes back like oh three God. different times with three different kids, and they're like, "What the fuck are you no, doing? No, go, go back <laughs> to the original plan now." He's
0: like, "Oh, she's get an a ostr- kid she's this a- big, <laughs> yeah. chalk it on your fucking trousers." he's like, "She's an
3: ostrich. We can't have her." And then the the girl she's they do pick, her, she's an ostrich. the girl they do pick, it's they too, can't even too see tiny. her. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> I love the little subtle like wave. <laughs> wave.
0: <Yeah>. Just <laughs> barely see your fingertips one of my favorite parts is when um uh baria was having like his absolute meltdown and he's like mm-hmm. i have dirt on all of you fuckers he's like just losing his mind and the little girl is in the middle of that and the yeah. guard is just covering her eyes yeah <laughs> she's trying to block her, block her from she it, can yeah. still hear everything but he's just covering her eyes in the background
1: i love one of the moments that's right after that where he drops all the papers on the ground and his guard is just like Picking them all up, he's like, just, just pick them up, just do. It. It's like after a meltdown of just being like, I could have you all killed. It's just like mm-hmm. a comedic gaffe of like he's just throwing things everywhere, and his guard is just like, just picking everything up, trying to collect his papers for him.
2: Right, He used that on line of like, like in a fight with his wife going like, my
0: mom said I should have never married you. Uh-huh.
2: And then, but it's like, no, I could have all your heads fucking blown off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they established the rules of this world very early. Yeah. And, and again, I think that lends to the vehicle of people getting shot in the face for humor. Right. Um, so, yeah. Cause they were like, yeah
3: the very beginning they're like trying to leave and he's like no come stay and watch a movie and they're like oh we got it because it's Stalin <laughs> like they very like doing whatever they can to or they're trying to weird when they're trying also to in- oh yeah when they're trying to like leave all to, like be the first mm-hmm. one behind the car <laughs> with his, it during like the funeral procession or whatever they're all like he gets the Berea gets out and like does, like, a stand next to it just so everyone else would so he could run back into his car real quick and take (laughs) off, like, just trying to be on top. It's just, it's great.
2: (laughs) It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Like, all of them running out of the woods, (laughs) Svetlana! Trying to be the first one there. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, goddammit. But, yeah, truly, truly enjoyable film. Uh, What was I saying? It was uh, point of fact, true thing. Uh, He did uh, enjoy westerns a oh, lot sure. he loved he <laughs> loved john ford westerns especially <laughs> that's a weird like th- thread through communist dictators because uh what uh kim jong-il was like a really big movie guy mm-hmm. and, so and had like yeah yep yeah, hitler yeah lenny riefenstahl and all that, that shit didn't uh, uh,
0: tj did you ever have to watch the movie the act of killing when, Have to. <laughs> I, I electively
2: <laughs> watched that. You chose to. Remember who you're speaking to. <laughs>
0: because that's an entire movie about dictators that, like, idolized Hollywood. And so they were oh, yeah. very easily convinced to, Ooh. oh, do you want to recreate your, mur- we'll give you money to recreate the murders you did, but make it look like sure. a Hollywood movie. And they were like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a like a commie killing cowboy. Beep, beep. Yeah, and just like the way they stylize it, they like I want to make it's... this like a noir. When in reality, they were just like stabbing people in like a dirty fucking basement. Ugh. Yep,
2: yeah. And then there was like it was it's fucking surreal. It, like it is far too much to get into. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, gonna there's... make you guys watch that one. <laughs> Wait, there, I'll 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 link you guys the interviews with. Errol Morris and Werner Herzog, uh, (laughs) who are both, I think, executive producers on it, um, and their various takes on it. Uh, Errol Errol Morris, especially, is fucking awesome when he talks about it.
0: I believe both of them, as producers, said, like, yeah, I'll produce it, but I could never make a movie this dark. And it's like, Mm -hmm. what? (laughs) Well,
2: and the story was the director uh, had uh, the very brief chance to meet Werner Herzog. He was, like, super stoked on it, because Werner's, like you know uh, (laughs) and uh, and so he met him and cornered him or whatever it was just like hey do you want to like watch like Five or ten minutes of this thing that I'm working on, and he's like, "I'm sure." And uh, so, (laughs) he he watched it. He's like, "I need to be a part of this film."
0: And (laughs) as you do when you're Werner Herzog.
2: Yeah, and yeah, and so if Werner Herzog is like, he stared into the void, and then you're like, "Whoa, what the fuck? (laughs) What's (laughs) what's happening?" That's like Cthulhu being like, "I'm shook." But hey, maybe that'll be my next choice. I will veto veto that immediately. (laughs) Use your one veto for the year? Yeah. Yeah. I don't see you pressing your red button. You don't you overrule me. This is a committee, Raymond. (laughs) I
3: judge you.
0: (laughs) I judge you. Uh,
3: So TJ, you touched on a little bit, but the main historical fact check that I wanted to know is if that mm. pianist really wrote that note and they found that note on his body.
2: So, um there was a Cuz I feel pianist. like they would kill her immediately. <laughs> like
3: how did right. she live so
2: long? Well, and so um there was a pianist. It wasn't the pianist that had played that Mozart concerto mm-hmm. that night. Mm-hmm. And he didn't he didn't have the stroke that night either. The, the that's oh, a part okay. of the kind of the time uh, right. smushing that they did. Gotcha. And um uh, but their his favorite pianist hated his fucking guts and when uh, he had sent her some money for something or whatever she sent him back a letter that was just like, yeah, you've betrayed our country and I pray for your soul and some along those lines mm. you know okay. uh, but he didn't he didn't kill her mm. um uh, yeah no but that was that was in fact true well wow. mm. uh, and actually the they reported that was like one of the last things that he had to playing as he was dying after the stroke was a record of her playing. Gotcha. Oof. Yeah. So little little <laughs> pearls of truth in there. There you go. Thank you. Okay. I, knew, I knew you knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that YouTube video that I mentioned, History Buffs at the top, um, go check it out if you um, watch this and find any of that interesting because I am literally just like baby birding you all <laughs> the information from that video. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Only I'm allowed to use curses because this isn't going to be monetized in any fashion probably ever. <laughs> Absolutely not. A-list is coming, I swear. Casper mattress is this close. <laughs> but I just keep saying, we keep saying fuck too much. I was just <laughs>
1: hoping for Audible. You're hoping for Casper? Oh, Audible. Yeah. I'm, I look, I I'm like going to be getting
2: getting back in my own place here soon. I need a new mattress. <laughs> yeah. oh, are you we doing the to... ad right now? Are you doing the ad read? <laughs> well, I can't attest to the the sturdiness and comfort and durability of the Casper mattress oh, until yeah, they yeah. send me one.
3: Yeah. I can attest yeah, to Audible. Audible's great. <laughs> do have Audible.
0: Due to current world events, I think our A-list sponsorship is a little far off. At uh, the moment. Our one hope—it's gone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the three remaining businesses. Left alive after that, you will be doing ads for Amazon in perpetuity after they acquire everything. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So weakness. we're good. Yeah. Yep. See, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a many-headed snake, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I can't get over the fact that he's literally got like, a, like a clockwork mechanical thing that looks like a fucking Dwemer ruin in the side of a mountain in Colorado. Like, that's what he's doing with Fuck You Money. And, like, that's literally Bond villain shit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. He is. He is one.
2: <laughs> like, after you make your way through some vents and there's, like, some, some like, little flame traps and shit or whatever, then he's just standing in the middle of, like, like... Never expect you'd make it this far, Mr. Bond.
0: Sammy and I know how the Watchmen series plays out, so we know how this all ends. Then we do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I
2: didn't want I didn't give that a watch. Is it worth it? Uh, uh, yeah, insanely worth it. I, I've
3: it, just been called
1: off because I don't have HBO. But I wish well, I could anyways, be in your shoes got, and watch it, d- it
0: for the first time again.
2: <laughs>
1: well, it didn't
2: get picked up for season two, correct? They didn't it's, want to make a it It wasn't
0: two. written for a season two. Oh, okay. It okay. was written more as You're like right. a mini series. And then they oh, said, well then. "If ahead. if there is an idea for a second season, we would be open to it." But I think uh, Damon Lindelof said, "We did you write it? What is what is this?" No, he's a, he's a gatekeeper at HBO. <laughs> oh, okay. <Yeah. laughs>
2: no, um, did anybody see any of the um, stills from Dune?
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, they look so fucking cool. <laughs> Dude. Oscar
2: Isaac. Oh, my God.
3: Oh, I'm just uh. ready to get my hands up I in that Gomja Bar. I oh. saw a
0: tweet. I saw a tweet the other day that was like the perfect way to. It was like I'm getting a lot of people asking me questions about Dune because of the, the uh, pictures that came out. And uh, people have been asking me, like, what is Dune? How would you describe Dune? And the best way to describe Dune is that it's Star Wars if it didn't give a shit about you for <laughs> your feelings. <laughs> Great. That's a pretty pretty selfish. So I
1: own the book. I, I've read I the first read it. book. It's and
2: I, Oh, dude. Oh, it's really good. And yeah, I haven't seen Frank the original Frank movie. I've never seen the original movie. So I don't you know can if live worse. with that. I think me and Andy and Raymond tried to watch well, the David Lynch <laughs> Dune and yeah. for about yeah. three seconds before we got lost in conversation and we were 30 minutes in and we had no fucking idea what was going <laughs> yeah. on. We just shut it off. I'll read the book then. I'll,
0: I'll the
2: book that. is great. Yeah, okay. the book is awesome. My buddy Zach is a really big um, Dune guy. He's read like I think the first eight Books or something. Mm-hmm. I think the first six are the ones that like matter. Jesus, um, yeah, I thought there was like, like three. The, good lord. Well, no, there's like twenty or something because <laughs> his, there's Fra- only so Frank many Herbert
1: after he died.
2: Yes, uh, yeah, his son like took over. Tolkien. Yeah, yeah, no, his, but he's like the evil Christopher Tolkien oh. that like <laughs> completely derails his dad's legacy instead of enshrines it and protects it really well, like mm. Christopher Tolkien did yeah. for a lot of years. <laughs> Well, it's weird because, like, you always imagine, like, oh, Christopher Tolkien, he's probably, what, like, in his 60s? It's like, no, actually, like, the idea that of Christopher Tolkien uh, that we should have had the entire time that he's been, like, an actual thing in our minds is, like, how we think of J.R.R. Tolkien because he's yeah. been in his 70s since we were in our 20s. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: yeah, it's like, you think about how old those books are. It's like, the books were written, like, 75 years ago. So I yeah. kept seeing yeah. that, like, when I was a kid, it'd be like, new books published by Christopher Tolkien. I'm like, oh, like, He's got to be, like, 30, 40. And then, I was like, it hit me one day. I was like, oh, no, he's an old man. And then he I died. And it was like, 90-something. I, I was like, oh, man. When I first yeah, read The
3: Hobbit, I remember, like, opening up a, or my brother. I think my brother read it and was like, you should read it. And I was, like, looking at it. I was like, the author died when you were born. <laughs> like, like, that, like, <laughs> realization, like, how old that book is. <laughs> well, remember.
2: what Tolkien died in, like, the 70s, didn't
3: yeah. oh, he? Oh, maybe that it was... I thought it was he died in
2: 92
1: but Oh no no
2: no, no. He served in World War 1 too. Oh okay
1: <laughs> That doesn't help Sammy <laughs> <laughs> oh, so still 92 right Sammy once no, yeah. tried to Abraham tell me Lincoln me. World he War He met two Abraham Lincoln
3: in 92 <laughs> the, He was at his deathbed. <laughs> right He yeah Guys, <laughs> he Why was are you laughing when,
2: Yeah he was there when Lincoln got shot in Dealey Plaza oh. Yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> by an anarchist he was in the car
0: right uh it was in the parade. Hitler was one of the main generals in the, the civil hell. war yeah he was on the
2: hill and he yeah he blew up in the challenger explosion in 2005
0: yeah
3: oh, okay. <laughs> and then stalin was there right yes <laughs> stalin Jesus did 9 11 wait <laughs>
2: And then he he went great success, and then died of a stroke.
1: Sammy, you were a (laughs) teacher. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, We are allowing this person to teach middle school children history, molding the correct history. (laughs) Yikes! (laughs) Big, big yikes. Uh, oh boy yeah i mean that's appropriate for
2: like a history teacher and substitute in alabama i suppose yeah, you know sure. they, yeah. you know their their main qualifications when they ask if you're a teacher is they ask if you've ever like you know hang drywall or something <laughs> <And> then... <laughs>
3: <laughs> well i mean that's what i love about teaching is i get to teach the kids the history that i want them to know yeah <laughs>
2: that's fair do you yeah. just yeah, teach them about the men of the first age
3: yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, we're, we made it through the hot we made it through the shire the history of the shire and now we'll move on to the this isn't the this scouring. isn't sammy, this it, everything isn't, began
2: yeah. with the songs of the valor <laughs> <laughs> then you work your way through the silmarillion yep and, and yeah sammy
0: this history. isn't this isn't film school you don't just get to teach what your opinion is and say that it's fact
3: but yeah, all I did for Boy. college was watch Dead Poets Society, and that was my only. That passed me through college. Huh? <laughs>
1: was your final just standing up on your desk and going, "Captain, my captain, Captain, my captain"? Oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> oh, rewatching
3: Community right now. When the episode where he tells oh, him to fun. stand on the desk, he's like, "I don't know why they haven't told you to do this," and the girl just like collapses in the desk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I watched The Graduate five times, and now I have a master's degree. There so. you go. Yep.
2: That, it, no, that's it's like it's like summoning Bloody Mary. You just have <laughs> yeah. to watch, yeah. the, graduate like watch five the Graduate. The times times <laughs> That's your blood sacrifice is watching The Graduate five times in a row.
0: Simon and Garfunkel show up in your mirror <laughs> oh, to hand no. you your certificate. <laughs> See, and wait. then you
2: just stare off into the middle distance, wondering what you're going to do now. Oh no, they don't. So they they don't give you yours. <laughs> they
0: don't give you your certificate. They just show up in your mirror and tell you that you have to go meet Mel Brooks's dead wife at a, a hotel, and that's where you will get your certificate. Ooh,
2: more like Anne Bancroft. That's <laughs> right. Jesus.
0: <laughs> well, right. Off the rails. see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, next week it's Raymond's pick. I think. Yeah, Ooh. My yeah. Pick.
1: Raymond. I have no idea what I'm gonna choose. <laughs> we're, just
0: gonna, we're just gonna rewatch Crazy Heart. Yeah.
3: I mean, just to be... I mean, we don't have to keep it to Netflix because there... I mean, I think we all have Prime, don't we? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's a the Prime Party, too. Is, so just know that Prime your party? options aren't limited to Netflix if you don't want them
1: to. All right. Maybe I want to. No, well, well, I mean, me
0: fine. Do. i mean, just <laughs> trying to Maybe Raymond
2: likes living in a box. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, unless something drastically changes before next week, which I don't think it will, we will still be in quarantine, so... Yeah. Right. We will... uh be happy to sit down and and be with brothers yes Boy, yes
2: if i can if i families. can break myself away from my students of course <laughs> they, they need me for their research
0: well if uh if anybody out there wants to connect with us on twitter raymond how would they do that i'm glad you oh. only ask
3: raymond because <laughs> raymond the says it Was better it than I, I, know I, did, I know don't ask me <laughs> I'm he's our saying, tech
2: guy, Andy's HR, guy. I'm the treasurer, and I'm here Wait, TJ's the, the Sammy trust. Sammy is and emperor Sammy's emeritus.
1: <laughs> I'm here for the looks of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sammy's he's the PR.
2: One. Yeah, he's a propaganda minister.
1: Yep. Perfect. All right, well, if you want to tweet at us, you could tweet us at, at NSAOTpod, and we've got a pin tweet there that's got links to our letterbox profiles. Yep. And you can email us at neverseenanyofthespot at gmail.com. But Andy didn't what the ask. the letterbox? That's okay. He was going to get there. <laughs> I was going to get <laughs> what, there. What, just, What's the letterbox?
2: <laughs> what is that?
0: Oh, you don't have you a letterbox? letterbox? What do you have, DJ?
1: You need to do letterbox, my yeah. what, it?
0: like, what is it? It's like an app. It, it's a social media you, account,
1: but it's do you listen to our podcast, DJ? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> Yeah. That's kinda
1: cool. I mean we've yeah. logged every movie we've ever seen on there. It's cause Holy every time shit.
3: every time we talk about letterbox,
2: you start to talk about your feet. That's why you don't
1: know what letterbox <laughs> oh. is. You about feet. Well,
2: you know. What, hey You gotta what, You gotta keep that fiverr yeah. priority. Whatever Especially brings in, in the money I'm limited to working from home, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I still haven't gotten my Well, I tried to check my bank account to see if I got my Rona check. Yeah. And uh, and the US bank servers were down for like 4 hours. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> Probably I'm, there then. I'll you just I'll, can't I'll, access try, it. I'll try tomorrow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just go make a large purchase and see if it goes through. <laughs> yeah, I have
2: 12,000 gold in my chest in the Archmage's quarters.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just love that Andy got his and immediately bought vinyl. I was like, that's my boy.
0: Yes.
2: I bought See, Not immediately. (laughs) Great. (laughs) See, I'm the piece of shit that's now thinking about buying... Uh (laughs) I'm now the piece of shit that's thinking about buying a PS4 and remastered Skyrim. There you go. (laughs) So that I don't have to play it on this clunky machine (laughs) that craps out after playing it for 16 hours straight. Like
1: I'll
0: be the the responsible one and probably buy a car. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need a car right now, Sammy. We're in quarantine. Where are you going to go? I mean...
1: You can walk to the store.
0: (laughs) I mean, odds are there's going to be another one of these checks coming in a couple weeks because we're probably still going to be in quarantine. So, buy your your PS4 with this one, TJ, and be responsible later. Yeah, I was very responsible with my tax return. Yeah, (laughs) wait and see if the if you know if the
1: next check doesn't come, then you don't have to be responsible. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. take care of you and and your not yours. (laughs) This is because I'm at real risk for
2: death, so I might as well live. Live like you're dying. Yeah. I I went skydiving. I went rock and mountain climbing. I went 6.7 have... seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. Oh, my God. You have, you have not <laughs> left that bunker. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: All right. Oh, All right. Stay safe, everybody. Yeah. yeah we'll you see you next time. week on another episode of Never Seen Any of This. But until then. Bye. Bye. Wash your hands. I judge you.
2: You fucking dirty bitch.